0: This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln, coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Nathan Brennan.
1: Still rocking with the ticket water cooler here at five o'clock here on a Thursday. It's a special three-hour show as uh, on the block uh, not being uh, recorded today. Uh, Strick is out, uh, actually flying as we speak to Lincoln, Nebraska. He'll join us out at the Mercado tomorrow, so we're very excited about that. But uh, we do have the extended ticket water cooler today instead. Uh, Eddie Messel of 1011 has been hanging out with us. Uh, we also have Ronda Revel, the softball coach, set to join us here in about 10 to 15 minutes. So you're not going to want to go anywhere. Uh, very very excited for that opportunity. Um, let's get to some of the news of the day before we get into it, though. Uh, and you guys can just kind of, uh, as I go down the list here, uh, give me your thoughts on, on what's going on. And, and we'll get you know more into it maybe perhaps later in the show. But uh, we'll start off with uh, in the Big Ten basketball footprint, Johnny Davis and Jaden Ivey decide today to declare for the draft. Uh, to be expected, between the two of them, throw Keegan Murray in there. Which guys are you taking first in the NBA draft?
0: I actually had this discussion with my dad last night because the Pacers are probably going to have a top five draft pick, and of course they're going to take the kid from Indiana because that's just what the Pacers do. They're trying to sell tickets, and they don't care about winning basketball games. Shocker. Um, so they're <laughs> going to end up taking Jaden Ivey. I honestly think Keegan Murray is probably the best out of that, and I know you're probably going to agree with me, Bach, because you got your— I'm a huge Keegan Murray fan. <laughs> I know you're a Keegan and I know you're an Iowa fan, which I yeah. still don't understand, but that's fine. Um, the problem with Jaden Ivey, he, he just can't shoot. I, in today's NBA, and, and we, we've we talked about this extensively, Bach, is you have these guys that probably have an NBA build. I mean, our perfect example is Bryce McGowan's. He has all the athleticism, size, NBA body in the world, but if you can't shoot, these teams are going to pass on you. And now we're talking about him possibly being a late first-round pick, early second-round pick, probably solely because of that reason. If he would have shot 10% better from the three-point line this season, he's probably a lottery pick. You got to be able to shoot the basketball, and I know Jaden Ivey just has a skill set that not many people in their lifetime even dream of having. Just the athleticism. So that that's what he's going to get picked on. But at at the end of the day, in today's NBA, if if you're in the '90s, sure, take Jaden Ivey; he's probably the best player on the court. But in today's NBA, you got to be able to shoot, and he just can't. So I'd probably go with Keegan Murray. I pretty good though. I don't know if if.
2: I don't know if you're completely disappointed if, you, if, you, if you're snagging Ivy, if you're yeah. the Pacers. But I also, I, I think Davis is a, is a sleeper. He he yeah. single-handedly, I think, made Wisconsin a better basketball team when he was out there on the floor. Agree. I mean, like I think, you know, even uh, him going down in that Nebraska game, I think we're talking, you know, if he doesn't get hurt, I think that game's a little bit of a different story. Not it saying could Nebraska be. couldn't win. Nebraska was playing really yeah. good basketball down the stretch there at the end of the season, obviously. Without Bryce in that game even, so. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, but... Uh, I like Ivy. I don't know why. I got a weird thing. I think he's. I, I like you said. He's just one of those. Like when you watch him on the court, just what he can do, athleticism wise, is kind of. And yeah. I think when you get you you get a guy like that into an NBA locker room with those those guys, oh, you can develop him.
1: I think that I think he's probably on pace for a Victor Oladipo type career. Mm-hmm. I, I would say. I mean, don't that guy say was, that. had a, a lot of <laughs> athleticism. <laughs> Did on. you not like him as the Pacers?
0: Uh, I loved him. I when he's he, in Indiana. I yeah. when he. Um, he's the second up, pick overall. I, I that's not that's what not, it's, not disrespect. No, 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 no He's no, been no, an no, no, all star. No. no, my problem is that I loved Victor Oladipo, and I can go on an absolute tirade about this because I'll throw Paul George into this group too. Paul George went to a celebrity softball game for charity a week before he requested a trade. He a bunch of kids ma- raised money for charity. Have a Pacers softball uniform that I ended up buying the day after that he wore it. <laughs> And a That's week a later in a going. week he said, This is my home, this is my city. I do remember that. I'm getting Indianapolis, I'm getting the state of Indiana championship. A week or two later, he requests a trade. Absolute insanity. When we sat by him, when he tears his leg apart into two pieces on a stanchion in a USA basketball scrimmage nonetheless, stood by him. We're gonna value your contract. We're still gonna offer you the max when you come back. All this, yada, yada, yada. You have the audacity to leave that organization, and now good for you. You play for the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard. How's that working out for you? not even going to make the playoffs. Screw that guy. Then on top of that, <laughs> then we have the savior, Victor Aladipo. Great player for Indiana. He ends up going to the Magic. It doesn't work out. I think he might have been a team before he was with the Pacers. No reason, now. Up, uh, he was with OKC. No I reason. know where he is now. I will get into that in a second. And then he was with OKC, and the best player in that trade was Demonis Sabonis, who also eventually said that he wanted out Shocker. Victor Aladipo was given literally the keys to the city of Indianapolis, and we stand by him in a career-defining injury that most players don't come back from. Said the same thing to him. We will give you $25 million a year. This organization stands by you. This is your bit this is your team. This is your franchise. Two weeks after they make that declaration, I want out, I want to be traded. It always happens to the Pacers, and I'm tired of players doing this, and that's why, you know what? Bring the kid Jaden Ivey, and he'll probably turn out to be an all-star, and he'll probably be a top-ten player in the NBA and then request a trade two seasons later. (laughs) It's just what happens. Not everybody can be Reggie Miller. I'm so beyond frustrated. Reggie Miller didn't even have any ties to Indiana. No. He just showed up day one and said, I'm going to do everything I can to bring a championship. And I know the NBA doesn't work like that anymore, but it's just absolute insanity that a franchise will give you this. What is Victor Oladipo making now? $2 million a year? Yeah, well, listen, Three? He, he, the vet minimum?
2: Yeah, well, he's, he's got to prove himself. I Gosh. knew I knew he was going to stay. And obviously, I'm a Heat fan, so it's, but I knew people were talking about him leaving. Where was he going to go? He wasn't going to get any money anywhere. He was coming off another injury, and he loves Miami. I know he want, He he's mm. talked about wanting to be in Miami. <laughs> like. You guys
1: really bite down on those things. You do realize that every guy says that everywhere. I know, but he, he, <laughs> who, listen,
2: who, he wants to be in Miami, and nowhere was going to pay him. I'd so like I, to be in Miami. I, the I'd Pacers like. offered
0: him $25 million. After his injury, and he said no.
2: Maybe he wants to live in Miami instead of. This is Indiana. why I
0: can't. This is why just everything that happens with the Pacers, you just have to take Roy Hibbert still sticking around. Roy I Hibbert, that's king. not Paul oh, George out hey, of there. Roy Hibbert, <laughs> that was a whole issue in its own. That's, that's right. That's he forgot good. he forgot how to play basketball. He literally he, he got the yips. He had to go to a psychologist <laughs> because he literally forgot how to play basketball. And there were some things going on off the court that we probably shouldn't talk about on the radio that were happening between him and Paul George. But <laughs> right. regardless. It's just the same thing that happens every single year for the Indiana Pacers, and it just drives me nuts. And I know people probably don't care, and they probably turn off their dial at this point because they don't want to hear about the Indiana Pacers, but it's ridiculous, and it's across the board in the NBA. And now it's starting to happen in the NFL too. You get angry for a season, half a season, and then you jump ship immediately because these contracts are absurd. It's just insane. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson, for one. I know he had his issues off the field, but even before that – you had the Houston Texans make him, what, the second-highest quarterback to ever play the game of football? And one season doesn't go your way. Obviously, there are some things going on off the field, but you immediately want to jump ship? I mean, come on. And then you choose Cleveland of all places? <laughs> are you the, kidding me? You
2: seen the Joakim Noah? It's just, I haven't, haven't seen it yet. What is seen it? When he, with uh, LeBron, he's like, Who oh, ever yeah. wants to? He's like, you ever want a vacation in Cleveland? no. He's like, no, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's he funny. He talked down Cleveland, but it's just it.
0: what happens with these professional athletes. And it just drives me crazy. So I apologize that I just got really heated right there. But that will. If you say the name Victor Oladipo, you know the way to trigger me. Well, and if you say so. Paul George, you can trigger me too. Well, that's just that's just
2: the way the leagues have gone now, and it, it is a little disappointing. It's that, you so know, frustrating. That, you know, it's even interesting in LA if LeBron's going to leave now. With like they might not even make the playoffs or the playing game. They probably won't
0: make the playing.
1: Yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> battling for that ten seed. I kind of like that myself. Uh, <laughs> as I laugh at the Lakers. Uh, how about uh, how about this today? Bobby Wagner signing with the Rams, who Oof. obviously lost Von Miller over the offseason. Can't expect that defense to take much of a step back.
2: The rich get richer. Yeah. That's what I the- think, again, with the NFL and the NBA, it seems like that's just how everything has gone. Even though I, I was kind of—the the NFL had a lot of really interesting moves. So, like, I wasn't too disappointed, but it is mm-hmm. like—when you see these teams, I mean, just L.A. just loads up. Even in baseball, we're watching the Dodgers— these teams just the continue to load up and load up. Um, good for Bobby Wagner, though, because I think he's a great player.
0: And yeah. He, he wants to win. And hopefully he gets another ring. But this is – I have two points with Bobby Wagner. One, how do the Rams still have money? And yeah. I, there's supposedly supposed to be a salary cap. And I know it doesn't now, seem like it, it exists. No, because they, they push contracts off to two or three years later. So when does that just become an infinite cycle when you can keep doing that? I don't yeah. understand how the whole storyline with that. the Rams is they, they push their chips all in for this Super Bowl, And then the next year they're just like, ah, oh, we'll lose a guy. We'll pay another guy more money, which I don't understand how that works. I probably never will. And I, I, we probably should, but it doesn't make any logical sense. And then outside of that, if you're the Rams, you are buying it now, and you have to look at some of these guys. I mean, even Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, now Bobby Wagner. I mean, you're getting old, and if if it doesn't work out over the next course of the two three seasons that it does, obviously they're in the NFC, so they're going to have a much easier road to the Super Bowl. But if it doesn't work out, what do you do if you're the Rams? Well, I think it you al- have no money, you have no draft picks, and Sean McVay has. Options to go anywhere coaching wise and now what is it, Fox Sports wants him to color commentate oh, and yeah. offered him more than his salary as a coach. So what are you gonna do if you're the Rams? It better work out is what I'm saying. Well I think it already worked out.
2: Yeah. You, want you want, super, you want you want a Super Bowl. That that is the yeah. old that is the ultimate goal. They went all in, all chips in we're going to win right You're now. Right. And they did, they did it.
1: And it's just hard to imagine with, with Cup. And, you know, they, they're loading up at wide receiver again. Um, you know, maybe Stafford's got a shelf life, but Aaron Donald and Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, I think it'll work out. Especially with Seattle uh, pretty much, you know, tanking. Um, Arizona, you can bet on them t- <laughs> falling down in the second half yeah. of the season. Um, so <laughs> within that division, I think they probably feel pretty good about it too. Uh, San Francisco is what it is. The like quarterback issues. We'll see if that team's the same when they go to Trey Lance or maybe Jimmy G's the the, the, the who no even knows, <laughs> knows holding it all together. Um, but uh, they might and they might keep him too. So that's interesting. Other news in the NFL today: Super Bowl winning coach Bruce Arians stepping down, uh, going ahead and giving Todd Bowles the the key to the car there uh, and. Noting because it's been there's been lots of uh, rumors out there that says nothing to do with the riff with Tom Brady. Do you buy it, or do you think Arians just and, and Brady just can't get along?
0: I don't know. It it's a timing's odd a little the timing's a little weird. The, the timing is very fascinating. And then, but then you had that odd. I think it was an Instagram post that Tom Brady posted for Arians, and yeah. that just felt very PR stunty. So I think there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Obviously we can't uh confirm that or anything like that, but it, the whole timeline of event seems very odd. Very odd.
2: I have this is just funny. I, I don't think this is gonna happen. At all. I have a ton of friends back home buying into that. Have you guys seen any of that talks of Brady maybe coming to Miami? I have seen that. Uh, and that is just I don't buy any of that, but it's funny to to <laughs> to, to to you know, throw that conversation in there where it's like he came back, is he even happy in Tampa? Is he gonna come to Miami? I mean, and you want to talk about just the... I, I don't even think Miami Dolphin fans would know what to do with themselves. With a guy who is, I mean, in, in my lifetime, terrorized the Dolphins in our entire lifetime, my my lifetime, and for, since he's been in the league, all of a sudden he's going to come back <laughs> into, <laughs> to our, into into, the, the, division. into yeah. the division and he's yeah. going to play for the Dolphins. And how about, how about this? What, this is the 50th anniversary this year of the 72 Dolphins who went undefeated. Could you imagine if somehow... My buddy, this one, one of my buddies brought this up to me. Tom Brady, of all people, comes in 50 years later and goes undefeated with the Miami Dolphins and wins a Super
0: Bowl. All right, they wouldn't go undefeated. That's I'm just saying,
2: right. it's, a, it's a funny... its a funny. Uh,
1: He's already not going to Miami. A, he can dream you know, further yeah. into
2: And it. I think also... It's a funny uh, rabbit hole to go down. Though.
0: I think also we've had this discussion with Strike 2 extensively. I think Tom Brady is self-aware enough to avoid the AFC. Yeah. I mean, if he went to the Dolphins, I would assume they're a playoff team and definitely a Super Bowl contender. But the yeah. way the AFC is stacked right now, man, I, I just don't see a 45-year-old now year old Tom Brady deciding to go into the gauntlet that is the AFC quarterbacks and teams. I just don't think that's But for what it's
1: move. worth, too, the Bucks without Tom Brady... You know, obviously without a quarterback, any team feels uh, a lot less like a contender. They were doing a lot of the rental players too thing, though. You know, you know Gronk might not be back, Sue might not be back. Um, You know, you can kind of go up and down that list. I don't know if they feel like. The best roster for him, if if his if his goal is to win a championship, um, that's why the the rumors are out there. Um, fun fun fact though, Bruce Arians is uh, is almost seventy years old. He's moving into a front office position there, so it's not like he's totally going away, which also could kind of take away from the the rumors that him and Brady don't get along. Um, where did uh, where did Bruce Arians uh, start? Where did he go to college? You <laughs> I was, was about, about to s- ask there you that, yeah. Buck. Do
0: you know where he went to school? I do not know where.
1: He went to Virginia Tech. Tech. Oh, Virginia Tech, of God. course. I
2: should have guessed that if he was that excited. <laughs> <laughs> he was so excited to yeah. give that answer. No,
0: he did go to Virginia Tech. Uh he even started his coaching career there. It'd be nice it'd be nice if he was the coach right now, I'd tell you that. <laughs> also, he uh coached the Colts. He coached for the Colts. So I got a, I I got a couple connections there with Bruce Arians. Yeah,
1: Bruce Arians and I and he coached for my Cardinals too. So I mean I, Bruce Arians all, did. all well. He was a good coach with the Cardinals. Oh too. Yeah. yeah. He's a he's just uh he's just a football guy, you know. He kinda kind of gruff and all that stuff, <laughs> but he's Fun to uh to listen to. Um, but uh, yeah, went to Virginia Tech. Even roomated with the, the father of uh Ronde and Tiki Barber back in the day as I'm reading. Ronde and Tiki so Barber. Cool. Oh
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure they're um from Virginia as well. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that that sounds like they, right. they played in, in Virginia uh, at least. They played in a uh, small town Virginia, I'm pretty sure. There's a lot of good football in Virginia, I tell you what. <laughs> that's why I got those stickers, Buck. Yeah, he's from Roanoke, I knew it. He's from Roanoke, Virginia. There you go. About 45 minutes outside of Blacksburg. Shocker. Uh, he went to UVA over Virginia Tech, so that's just great. How about this, too? Uh, former Bucks receiver, as we're
1: talking to the Bucs, uh, Antonio Brown says he won't get surgery on his ankle until he's signed by an NFL team.
2: That's a little... Uh, bold strategy? I was going to say, that's a little... That's, <laughs> that's a little bold. He's just all over the place, he's man. I don't, I don't think... At this point, it's... I don't know what you could do with him.
0: I don't get what his deal was. Did, did he ever decide what he was going to do with the whole situation of the Bucs? I know he said for a while he was going to sue him, but I haven't heard anything about that. Have you heard about that, Bob? Huh.
1: I haven't seen exactly what he's going to do I since
0: walking out, head. if you don't remember what happened. Walking
1: right. out mid-game and just shirtless. Uh, yeah, shirtless. yeah, shirtless, taking shirtless, off his entire crowd yeah. in the middle of
0: the game. Um, I... I think Antonio Brown is kind of a, a sad scenario, too, because, I mean, the dude's talented. Oh, yeah. he 100%. I mean, he could play on any team in the NFL. It's just the, the off-the-field antics, man. It's just – and I don't know what it is, and I don't know the solution, but that that seems very on-brand is what I'll say, Buck. That seems very on-brand. I don't think it's going to work out for him, though. No. If <laughs> yeah, I had to take a stab yeah, in yeah. That We might have yeah. seen the last of him, I think, like, Yeah. Have.
1: Uh, also, Daniel Radcliffe says he's dramatically bored hearing opinions about the Will Smith Oscar slap. Eddie, we haven't heard from you. What Are you, are you on Team <laughs> Will <laughs> or are you on Team Chris Rock here?
2: I'm uh, I'm on team Chris Rock. Yeah, I don't know what was I don't I, would, I don't know what your guys' opinion on. <laughs> what are we have about it. <laughs> you about made it strict. sound like you guys were. <laughs> no, oh yeah, we've was talked about extensively it. about that. Uh, you about it with Strick, didn't you?
1: I didn't really. I've kind of avoided it. I'm I'm maybe. team Chris Rock.
2: Yeah, he walked up on in the middle of the Oscars
1: and slapped <laughs> them.
2: I mean, I mean, comedians make bad jokes all the time. Um, in terms or not bad jokes, they're funny, but you know they. They're at the expense
1: of other people. Yeah. That, is,
2: that is what they do for a right. living. I mean, if you watch any of those shows, the Oscars, the
0: ESPYs, I mean. Yeah, that's the they, job that is, is to pick out the crowd and mm, literally make fun yeah, of them. I, Peyton, mean, I mean, you saw Peyton Manning do it with Kevin Durant a few years back. Yeah. Yeah. Durant yeah. Yeah. didn't like that one. You have yeah. the meme of Kevin Durant yeah. sitting in the crowd uh, when he said, I don't know what he said. He's going to jump to yeah. the Patriots or, or something like or that. When, when, <laughs> it was a funny joke.
2: Yeah. When Drake did the ESPYs, he, he was just killing people I, I mean it's and that's just you know that's just part of the game so it's like you may not agree with it i don't know if going up and slapping chris rock on stage is the right <laughs> thing the, the right that's the Oscars.
1: i mean that's
0: ridiculous for I what it's worth Buck Crobate is team chris rock yeah i think we're all i think <laughs> most people
1: i think maybe we shouldn't pull the nation i suppose i think most people are team chris rock and, and, and there are people that would say you know you, you, Keep, keep their significant other's name <laughs> out their mouth, sure, right? Sure. And they would uh, they would stick up their first their significant other. But, but I, I think that really uh, takes away from, like, the sticks and stones argument, right? Like, words are not supposed to be able to bring you to violence. Uh, I mean, almost regardless of what they are. So um, I was kind of surprised to, to see that happen, obviously, as the rest of us were, uh, and really just... Uh, it's just crazy. We'll see how that kind of affects. I know comedians are particularly frustrated about it because they think that it's kind it's gonna of going to happen now. Yeah. 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 Just people, anybody that gets offended has the right to, to get upset. They don't for what it's worth. Chris Rock could sue Will Smith for quite a bit of money. Yeah. Jim Carrey. Even did you see Jim Carrey chime in? So he'd, he'd sue the heck out of him. So <laughs> uh, that's very interesting. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, it is time to visit with Rhonda Ravel, one of the best all time coaches at Nebraska, actually Nebraska softball coach coming up next year on the ticket water cooler on 93. 7, the ticket.